The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Two of the disciples of Jesus were on their way to a village called Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem, and they were talking together about all that had happened. Now as they talked this over, Jesus himself came up and walked by their side, but something prevented them from recognizing him. He said to them, what matters are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped short, their faces downcast. Then one of them, called Cleopas, answered him, You must be the only person staying in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have been happening here these last few days. What things? he asked. All about Jesus of Nazareth, they answered, who proved he was a great prophet by the things he said and did in the sight of God and of the whole people, and how our chief priests and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death and had him crucified. Our own hope had been that he would be the one to set Israel free. And this is not all. Two whole days have gone by since it all happened, and some women from our group have astounded us. They went to the tomb in the early morning and when they did not find the body, they came back to tell us that they had seen a vision of angels who declared he was alive. Some of our friends went to the tomb and found everything exactly as the women had reported, but of him they saw nothing. Then he said to them, You foolish men, so slow to believe the full message of the prophets. Was it not ordained that the Christ should suffer and so enter into his glory? Then, starting with Moses and going through all the prophets, he explained to them the passages throughout the scriptures that were about himself. When they drew near to the village to which they were going, he made as if to go on, but they pressed him to stay with him. It is nearly evening, they said, and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. Now, while he was with them at table, he took the bread and said the blessing. Then he broke it and handed it to them. And their eyes were opened and they recognized him. But he had vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Did not our hearts burn within us as he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? They set out that instant and returned to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven assembled together with their companions, who said to them, Yes, it is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then they told their story of what had happened on the road and how they had recognized him at the breaking of bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I remember in the little travels that I've done going back home and going to the Holy Land, when we'd go to the places of worship, the beautiful churches, they'd be just swarming with beggars. Um, they would come and, and be at the, at the front entrance as Mass was starting, as Mass was finishing, in between, uh, they could be anywhere. For the most part, they'd stay for the Mass as well, but they would come as the Christians gathered. Why is that? Is it because they think we're very rich? Probably not. Um, there is that, but I don't think it is that. I think 
for the most part, they come because they know they're going to meet with compassion. As the scriptures and our old hymns tell us, they will know us by our love. And so they come expectantly and with good reason. I think we see some of that in today's first reading as Peter and John are going to worship and they're met by this crippled person, crippled from birth. It's become his normal routine to meet the worshippers as they gather. And it says he comes expecting something. Who knows what? Probably money, but who knows what? Peter and John are not content with this. They don't want to give him just anything. So they say, look at us. They necessitate an actual encounter, a human mutual giving of self. You look at us, we're looking at you. And then he goes on, we don't have gold or silver, but what we do have, we give to you. What is it that they had? Certainly they had compassion. Most certainly they had faith. Perhaps most of all, they had the Spirit of God with them. And I would suggest that if they gave this man gold or silver, he would not have run away jumping, dancing, singing. None of that could have ever been born of mere kind of worldly charity. The Christian life calls us to something much higher, much nobler. We do not have enough money to cure poverty in the world. We actually don't. We do not have enough sort of intelligence to educate every single soul on the planet. But what we do have, we give. We have the Spirit of God resting on each of us. And that is a spirit that gives unbounded joy. And it heals. It allows cripples to run and dance and jump and sing. Lastly, just briefly, that Gospel passage is really the Mass. They gather, if you like, they gather outside and meet the cripples and come inside. And then they discuss the long story of salvation from Moses through all the prophets to the person of Jesus himself. And Jesus is in our midst. And then with our hearts burning, we come to the altar and we partake of that feast that he's prepared since the beginning of time, which is his very self.